Strategic Living with Brian Holmes. This is a special Thanksgiving edition. Welcome to the program today, everybody. And if you are listening to this podcast in the United States of America, well, you've just celebrated the Thanksgiving holiday. If you're listening to it somewhere else around the world, you are obviously thankful, I trust, exuding with gratefulness for the blessings of God in your life and all the wonderful things that that are a part of the world that God has created for you. Well, it's going to be an awesome program today. We're talking about developing an attitude of thankfulness, and I want to just share with you that my heart is to encourage you to live thankful. Let's get started, everybody. Great to have you on the program today, and this is a special edition. Therefore, it does not have a podcast episode number with it, but we're going to revisit some content that we share with you quite a while ago, but this is the holiday seasons, and we always mark the holiday season here in the U.S. of A. and really around the world with uh, this time of Thanksgiving, and we even have a specific holiday in the month of November every single year that marks that particular uh, moment. Now, I wanted to share with you today that uh, I just believe that around the world we have such a, a challenge because we're raising children that are ungrateful, and therefore adults are ungrateful. We do not take the time to really speak to our friends, our loved ones, and share with them on a consistent basis that we're thankful for them. And I thought it would be appropriate today to just encourage you yet again to develop not just a a few weeks or months out of the year during the holidays when you consider it a, okay, this is the proper time to be thankful, but rather I want to challenge you in this episode to develop a lifestyle of gratefulness and thanksgiving where your heart, your mind, your thoughts are constantly being given to, I'm really thankful for that person. I'm so thankful for that relationship. I'm I'm truly thankful for the roof over my head. I'm thankful for the, the blessings of God in my life. I'm thankful for the job I have. I may not even like my job, but I'm thankful that God, my provider, has allowed me to, to have a means whereby I can take care of my family and whatever the, the list may be. So let's go right now to the content, the meat of what I want to share with you today on developing an attitude of thankfulness. Well, again, it's a delight to have you with us on the program today. If this is your first time with us on the podcast, we are so grateful, truly, that you have found us and that you have decided to listen in. And we invite you to be an active participant in this community. We really want to come alongside of each of you and add value to your journey, to your life. We want to help you to become all God's called you to be. I really believe that we're living in a day where great leadership is so desperately needed. And leadership is not position. It's not title. It really is about people being in their place, that place that God has uniquely crafted them to be in. 
and functioning on a level that is whole. It's, it's, there's all of you there. It's, there's nothing missing, nothing broken. You're able to really perform, and I use that term very carefully, but to perform at your potential, not less than, not limited, but really at your true God-given potential. And that's what we want to see in your life. Well, today, we have a wonderful topic that I think is so apropos for the season that we're in. As you well know, we are entering into what we call here in the States our Thanksgiving week. And uh, we call it Thanksgiving because it's about Thanksgiving. Yet, of course, as with most things in the Western Hemisphere, we have made it much more commercial and much more ceremonial than it is a true season of Thanksgiving. So today, I want to just offer you a few questions just to get us started here. I want to ask you, how often do you take time to consider the blessings in your life? Are you a chronic complainer? And the way you view life, is the glass always half empty? Well, here's another one for you to consider. How often do you express your gratefulness for others or even to others, those people that are in your life? How long has it been since you've expressed to someone, I need you to know I'm really thankful for you? Well, let me ask you this. Are you a person that possesses what is often referred to as an attitude of gratitude? Do you look at life and and see everything from a pessimistic and negative place, what's missing, what you don't have, uh, who did something wrong? Or can you really look at life through the filter of, I have so much to be thankful for? Well, on this episode, as I've already mentioned, I want to share with you some thoughts about developing an attitude of thankfulness. I'd like to start today with a spiritual principle, and this will give us a a great launching off place. Psalm 103, David's writings, the book of Psalms. Psalm 103, I'm going to read several verses here, but just listen closely if you will, and if you have a place to reference this, please do so. David says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. What are those benefits, Brian? Well, it it tells us right here in this great passage, who pardons all of our iniquities. He heals all of our diseases. He redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. How about this one? The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Wow. That is 
chock-a-block full of wonderful things to be thankful for. I've had the great privilege over the last number of years to travel abroad a lot. And as a matter of fact, I have been to 18 countries in the last 17 years. And so much of that is due to the ministry and the the work that we do abroad and some of the people that we work very closely with. And I'll mention this person's name, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, who is a very dear friend, someone that I respect and honor and have been had the privilege of serving his work for so many years. But because of him, in many ways, uh, I've been able to travel the world, and I'm thankful for that. But, you know, for those of us who live here in the States, I want to say not everybody in the world is an American And the whole world really doesn't think or function just the way we do. And when you travel abroad, you are able to to gain a perspective on things that's quite different than what we're accustomed to here. As a matter of fact, I think the more a person travels, the more they realize that we as Americans have slipped into a mindset that is far from grateful. Uh, we're, We're more attuned to greed and avarice and bitterness possibly for the things that we don't have. And in many respects, our hearts have become hardened and we are no longer a grateful culture. It seems we have developed in our American culture a non-thankful attitude really towards all aspects of life. It really concerns me that our children, man, these little kids growing up today, uh, are, are so out of touch with this fundamental mindset that's so critical to success and to life, and that is just to to be thankful, to say thank you, to go out of their way to to say to their mom or their dad or a mentor or a father figure, man, I really appreciate what it is you're doing in my life. That's just something that's foreign to so many people. We are always quick to complain, and we seem to have gripe-itis because everything that doesn't go just the way we think it ought to, uh, we allow that to dominate our thinking and our mind that day and in that moment. And so, so many are quick to complain, but slow to show gratitude, because it's easy for us to slide back into a mode of complaining and griping and, and not being thankful. So I want to take a few minutes today just to lead you by example. And in some way, it's my prayer to inspire your heart so that it would be turned toward an attitude of thankfulness and gratitude. Well, I read this passage today in the book of Psalms because, frankly, it gives us an amazing track to run on. As in this particular passage, there are so many specific things for which the psalmist David expresses his own thankfulness. And so for a couple of minutes, I want to just go through that and share with you as if I were sharing my list of things I was thankful for, but from that passage, I would begin like this. I'm thankful first to God because he is God. He is the one who created me. He made me. He is the one who provides me his leadership. I am his possession. He loves me, and I'm thankful for that. I'm so thankful that he is always faithful towards me. You can't begin to imagine how thankful I am that he pardons all of my iniquities. You say, man, you're, you're admitting to iniquities? Let me tell you something. All have sinned and come short of God's presence, his glory, and his expectation. Yet we have a God, we have a loving Father who not only cares for us, but the fact is he, he just looks at us as his children. He says, you know what? 
It's a mistake, and let's correct that. But I'm going to pardon all of your iniquities. I'm thankful he's done that in my life. I'm thankful that he heals all of my diseases. I'm thankful today that he redeems me from the pit. I don't know about you, but there are moments in my life where I feel like I am in a deep pit, a dark place. There are seasons that I know we go through in our lives where things aren't going the way that we would like for them to, and sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. Their depression tries to creep in, and, and you get this sense of the entire weight of the world coming in on your shoulders, and it feels as though you've been tossed into some deep, dark hole. But in this passage today, David says, I'm thankful because he redeems me from the pit that I'm in. I'm thankful because he crowns me with loving kindness, and he crowns me with compassion. That's just unbelievable. I don't deserve it at times. I, I I just, I'm not that good, but I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that my heavenly father crowns me with his kindness. It's a loving kindness. He crowns me with compassion because there are moments when he looks upon me and he says, oh, my heart has so much compassion for my child. I'm thankful that he satisfies all of my years with good things. What a great confession that is. Do you hear me? He satisfies my life, my years with good things. You say, well, you don't know the bad things that have happened to me. I I get it. I have had bad things happen in my life, and I totally understand that sometimes bad things happen to good people. But you know what? I can rest in this assurance that God, my loving Father, satisfies my years with good things. I'm thankful that my youth is renewed like the eagle. That means I'm not going to be limited to a ground-level game. I'm not going to be stuck in the, the yard like chickens just pecking around trying to find something to scavenge. No, my youth is going to be renewed like the eagle. I'm going to soar higher than I've ever soared before. I'm going to reach levels I've never reached before. I'm going to have accomplishments and successes that I never dreamed possible because I'm going higher. I'm going to have vision like never before. Because my youth is being renewed like an eagle. I'm thankful today. The psalmist goes on to say that he performs righteous deeds and judgments on my behalf. I'm thankful that I have God in my corner. That means that there are times in my life when I don't even know how to write something. I don't know how to deal with something that's that's coming into my life by way of opposition. But this word here says that He performs righteous deeds and judgments on my behalf. He comes to represent me, and I'm thankful that he does that. I'm thankful, again, that he is compassionate towards me. I'm thankful that he is gracious towards me. I'm really thankful for this last one that comes from this passage. I'm thankful that my loving father is slow to anger. And he never runs short of love when it comes to me. Man, you know what? If this week all you did was meditate on this passage in the book of Psalms, Psalms 103, if that's all you did this week and you took these 16 or 17 or 18 things here that we've drawn out of there and you just spent time saying, I'm just grateful that I have a God that provides me this kind of life and these kinds of benefits. That would be a tremendous change of attitude in your heart because you can't really think about those kinds of things without your attitude shifting towards gratefulness 
and thankfulness. Well, a few weeks ago, I invited a group of people that are in my life to join me in a little exercise. And that was that over the course of the next week or two, I challenged them to sit down a few minutes a day and write out the things that they are thankful for. And a lot of people have taken me up on this, and it's been really an amazing process to see how people's hearts and minds are changing because when you take time to stop and think about all of the blessings and all of the benefits and all of the the gifts that you have in your life, you really can't help but have an attitude adjustment. And so I never ask anyone to do anything that I haven't done myself or don't do myself. And so for a number of weeks now, I've been writing my list. And I asked them specifically to write 25 things. And and the truth is, I could list out 100 things if I simply took the time each day to, to ponder and think about it. But I want to share with you today, just by way of example, the 25 top things that I that came to my heart that I wanted to express not only to God but to others that I'm thankful for. I want to tell you going in that it surprised me that the first 14 of the 25 things had to do with relationships in my life. And I think that probably if we are looking at this from an objective and a very productive place, you'll find that to be true as well because really everything in life is about relationships. Everything in life is about being connected to someone besides just me, myself, and I. And so my inspiration and my motivation to share my personal Thanksgiving list with you comes out of a heart to inspire you and to prime the pump and to to help you to begin thinking about, man, I have so much to be thankful for. And so if you would indulge me today on this podcast, I want to share with you some of the things and some of the people that I'm thankful for. Number one, I am so thankful for a relationship with God. I'm thankful that he has redeemed me. I'm thankful that he has saved me. I'm really thankful that he's healed my life because it hasn't been that long ago that my life was in serious trouble. But I'm thankful that I have a father that loves me. I'm thankful for my wife. She is my partner for life. She is my lover. She is my friend. She is my right hand and probably my left hand too. She is an amazing person and I am grateful that God gave me Sabrina. I'm thankful for Christian, my son, my firstborn. I'm thankful for his heart, for his love for God. I'm thankful for his leadership. I'm thankful for the amazing heart of compassion he has for others. And I'm thankful for the relationship that God has given me with him over these last 18, almost 19 years. I cherish it. I'm thankful for my daughter, Abigail, which, by the way, her name means a father's joy. I'm thankful that she is a person who loves to spend time with God. She loves to worship and she loves to sing. She's very sensitive to the needs of others. And Abigail is my my little girl, but she's also my girlfriend. And so for anybody out there who might have seen her picture on 
my website and you have eyes for her, know this. Uh, she's my girl until God says so. But I'm grateful for this precious gift that God's put in my life. You know, I'm really thankful for my mother. My dad passed away in 1999, and my mother continued living in Houston, Texas for a number of years, but a few years ago she moved to Dallas-Fort Worth to be close to her children and her grandchildren. And in the last few years since she's been here, I, I have just become so thankful that, one, she is still with me and she's still with us. And I'm also thankful that our relationship is closer today than it's ever been before. And I'm thankful that God has given me the opportunity in this season of my life to serve her and take care of her and be close to her. I'm thankful for my in-laws. And I know not everybody can probably say that with an honest heart. (laughs) And I chuckle about that because we have all kinds of stories about in-laws. But I'm thankful for George and Sadie. Those are my in-laws because they are precious, amazing, sweet people. They're compassionate. They're generous. They support us and they love us and they believe in my wife and I and in our children and again, in their life, it's such an honor to, to serve them and be close to them in this season. I'm also specifically thankful for my brother-in-law because even though he didn't like me a lot when I first came into the family, because I was taking away his sister and his best friend, I've come to love and respect and honor him because he is such a gentle giant. He works hard. He loves God. He's a, a friend to my wife. He's a friend to me. I've not met many people in my life that are more loyal than my brother-in-law, Timothy. And I'm so thankful for what he has poured into his niece and his nephew, Mike's children, over the last number of years. He's an amazing man, and I'm grateful for him. I'm thankful for Bishop Tudor and Pastor Chichi Bismarck. And these names may not mean anything to you as I begin to mention other people besides my family, but in 1996, I had the pleasure of meeting Bishop Tudor Bismarck, and and the same year, I traveled for the very first time to Zimbabwe and began a relationship with he and his wife and his family. And for these 17 years, now almost 18 years, we have worked together, served together. I've had the privilege of serving their vision and what God's put in their life to accomplish but I'm also grateful for the friendship and the mentorship and the, the times when they have spoken into mine and Sabrina's life. I'm so grateful for them, and I love them with all of my heart. And honestly, I don't know where I'd be in my life today if not for this relationship. I'm very grateful for my pastor, my spiritual father, Dr. Richard Hurd. He has been truly a father to me on so many levels. He's been a mentor He is a coach, and he is truly a friend. And his words of wisdom, his genuine concern for my today and my tomorrow has meant more to me over the last number of years than I could express to you. I'm very grateful for this great man. I'm thankful today for my Covenant International Worship Center family. This is the group of people that I've had the the honor of serving as their lead pastor for 11 years What an amazing group of people, dreamers and workers and people who are growing and becoming what God's called them to be. And we've gone through many wonderful times. We've gone through some sad times. 
We've been through some changing times, but I'm thankful that God allowed Sabrina and I for the last 11 years to be a part of this amazing group of people, and we continue to be thankful for them. Now, this is going to get a little bit dicey here, but you'll see that I'm, I'm now moving into some categories of relationships that really came to my heart and to my mind. So I'm thankful for old friends, and I don't mean old by sense of their age, but I'm talking about the, the number of years, the decades that we've known these people and done life with them and gone through trials and difficult times and seasons and, and happy moments and the birth of their children, the dedication of their babies and, and them helping us with our kids and just doing life with people, old friends. Some of these, not all of these, but some of these include the Swindle family and the Blantons, the Harrises, the Garcias, the Andrades, my great friend since 1980, Dan Dean, who I love and care for so very much. I am so grateful because some relationships are truly for a lifetime, and I'm so blessed to have them in my life. I'm thankful for mentors who are friends and friends who are mentors. People like John Kuhn, who came into my life seven or eight years ago and has been a father figure and a mentor and a faith builder in my life. Bishop Joseph Garlington, Pastor Mike Massa, Kevin Williams, and and so many others that have stood by me and been a confidant that I could speak with and share with and be real with. And I'm so grateful for these great men in my life that have chosen to walk alongside of us and and be that to us. I'm so, so thankful. I'm thankful for the working relationships that I have. And these are people that do day-to-day business with us, but Leona Anderson, who is the administrator's administrator, Hannah Kinch, my great friend Matthew Castile, who he and his team do such a wonderful job serving us to make sure that our website and our podcast or and our multimedia and all of our uh, social media is, is done with excellence. For people like Sharonda Scott, who we introduced on this program not too long ago, but she has faithfully served the vision of the ties that bind in our healing ministries for some time now and shared her heart and her life and her expertise with us uh, in various areas. So grateful for these working relationships. I'm grateful for new relationships. Man, I tell you what, nothing can change your world quicker than the freshness and the beauty of new relationships. And over the last 18 months, God has just introduced some wonderful people to me. My good friend Cliff Ravenscraft, who is just, uh, man, I value him so much, and I'm so grateful. Ray Edwards, who I just recently met uh, officially. We've talked by email, by phone, but Ray Edwards, uh, we connected here a few weeks ago at the Platform Conference, and what a divine connection. What an amazing time that was to speak to him and share life with him. Michael Hyatt, who has through his conferences and his training programs and the various services that he offers. He serves people with such excellence, and he has impacted my life, and it's a relationship that I'm grateful for. Ken Davis, the same thing. Michelle Cachette. My friend John Morgan. If you don't know who John Morgan is, you need, you'd need owe it to yourself to go to johncmorgan.com and, and check out his website because he is an amazing man of God, amazing Christian, amazing believer, with great talent and such a great story. And we recently spent quite a bit of time together and, and learned about each other's lives and 
and God forged a wonderful relationship there. So I'm thankful for him. And there's so many others that I can mention. Uh, that's the problem with mentioning names is there's no way to not leave somebody out, but it's not intentional. I'm also thankful for health and quality of life. I'm thankful f- that God has given me years to live. I tell people all the time I'm going to live to be 104, but I'm so thankful for health and strength. I'm thankful for, for financial blessing and provision. I'm thankful that my family and I have been blessed to live a comfortable life and a life where we've never wanted for anything. We don't live high on the hog and we don't live beyond our means, but God has provided us great blessing and great provision. And I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful for a beautiful home that God gave us some 15, 16 years ago now. And that home is my sanctuary. It's a place where my wife and I and our children can go to to just be with family and to be in an environment that is away from the noise and away from the, the hustle and the bustle. I'm grateful for that home. This may seem, seem a little strange to you, but I'm grateful for a new car. And I'm telling people now that I just got the most fantastic new old car uh, because I just received recently a 2001 model Acura CL two-door coupe that is beautiful and spotless. It's in immaculate condition. It runs like a charm. It feels great to drive, and I don't owe anything on it. And I'm grateful for that. It's little things. It's the simple things that we can be grateful for. I'm grateful that God has allowed me to have influence in nations and influence with people. It's the message and the heart and the the drive to see people become what they're called to be that has opened many doors for us. And I'm grateful for influence and favor in Romania and in Southern Africa and in the UK and other parts of Eastern Europe, churches that we associate with. I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. I'm really grateful for a new and a growing platform that God has is helping us to build and to grow. I'm grateful that that platform is going to allow us to heal and train more people and reach more people with a message of hope. I am thankful today, ladies and gentlemen, for a sharp mind, the gift of counsel, the gift of wisdom. I'm glad and thankful that God has allowed me to to operate with creative problem-solving abilities and intuitions. It's a gift. These are gifts that God gives so that we can accomplish our purpose, but I, I have to tell him that I'm thankful that you've allowed my mind to, to think the way I think. I'm always thankful for opportunities to learn. I, I'm actually thankful that God's given me a desire to be a learner. In recent months and years, I've been able to attend conferences like SCORE and Platform and going to be attending another conference in April coming up and uh, training programs and books and things that I'm constantly filling my mind with. I'm so thankful that God gives us the opportunity to learn and to grow ourselves. I'm thankful for my passions and my personality type. And my personality may rub some people wrong, but you know what? God gave me this personality style, and it's because it's related to my purpose. But I'm, I'm grateful for the passions he put in my heart, for the, the propensity to dream. I'm grateful that I'm driven to accomplish and to succeed and to make a difference. I am very grateful for the gift of flight, the gift of aviation. You say, what in the world are you talking about? Well, if you don't know, I'm a commercial 
pilot. I have ratings, instrument ratings, multi-engine ratings, and a commercial license. And flying has been one of those passions in my heart for many years. And and I don't want to overlook the fact that God put that thing in my heart. And I'm thankful that he gave me that gift because in past times, but more than that, in years to come, that gift is going to allow me to reach more people with this message. My 25th thing is I'm thankful that my success and fulfilling God's plan on my life is not dependent on anyone else except me and God. I'm thankful that I am not limited to or constrained to someone else's expectations. I'm thankful that what God has for me and me fulfilling that plan in my life is up to me. And that's an opportunity that I am so grateful for. Well, that's 25 things that I am thankful for. And what I want to do right now is challenge you. Challenge, I want to challenge you to be a man or be a woman or be a young person who develops intentionally an attitude and a posture of gratefulness and thanksgiving. It shouldn't be something we do one time a year around the table before we partake of a Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. It should be something that every day of our life we take time and we offer thanksgiving to the Lord and to those that we care about and that we're thankful for. So I want to offer you this challenge this week. I want to give you five things that I believe you can do to develop an attitude of thankfulness. Number one, this week, right away, Take a few minutes each day to consider the things you're thankful for. Literally stop what you're doing. Sit down in a comfortable place. Close your eyes. Let all the noise subside. And just focus your mind for a little bit on what am I thankful for? I believe if you become intentional about that, it will overwhelm you at the things that God will bring to your mind. Now, number two. As these things come to your mind, I want to ask you to write them down on a list or in your journal. Write them down. Put them in writing. Document. I'm thankful for this. And you know something that I've done, and you probably heard it in me sharing this with you today. I didn't just write a person's name that I was thankful for. I took the time to write why I was thankful for that person, why I was thankful for that provision or that blessing. Because it's not enough just to spit off a list. I believe from your heart you should share, this is why I'm thankful for you. This is why I'm thankful for this blessing. These are my reasons. So write it down on a list or in a journal. Now, if you list individuals or relationships that you're thankful for, which I'm sure that you will, I want to challenge you to tell them. If you put a name on a piece of paper, I'm thankful for this person. I want to challenge you to find a way to communicate to them that you're thankful for them and why. You can write them a card. You can send them an email. Better yet, call them. Meet with them. Look them eyeball to eyeball and say, I I just need you to know that you mean something in my life and I I don't want you to ever think that I take you for granted. You are important to me. Doing life with you matters to me. Tell them why you're thankful for them. You'll be surprised at what a difference it will make. Number four, 
the things that you've written down on your list and in your journal, I want you to read these each day out loud if you can. But read them at least once or twice a day. Just read through that list and remind yourself. Let that thankfulness become a part of your daily habit. Especially during this week that's upcoming during Thanksgiving week. I'd like for you every day to take that list out in the morning, maybe before you go to bed at night and pull it out one more time and read out loud. And do it in the first person. I am thankful for, and you fill in the blank. I am thankful for, fill in the blank. And number five, thank God each day for the things that you're grateful for. Thank God for that friend. Thank God for that spouse. Thank God for your children. Thank God for those mentors and those pastors and those coaches, the people that have invested in your life and poured something into you. Thank God for those. So number one, take a few minutes each day to consider what you're thankful for. Number two, write it down on a list or in a journal. Number three, for the relationships that you list, find a way to communicate to that person that you're thankful and tell them why. Number four, read your list out loud at least once or twice a day so that this can begin to be a mantra in your heart and in your mind and it begins to shift your attitude towards thankfulness. And number five, take time each day to thank your heavenly father for the many blessings, for the provision, for the relationships and all the blessings he's put in your life. I want to close with another verse of scripture from the book of Psalms. It's Psalm 100. It says, shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord himself, he is God, and it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Did you hear that? You enter into his presence with this attitude of thanksgiving. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness is to all generations. Well, I trust that this session of today has really encouraged you to be a thankful participant in life, someone who is grateful and expresses it often. If you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to brianholmes.com. Go to the show notes for this episode and scroll down into the comment section there. We'd love to hear from you specifically, what are you thankful for? Who are you thankful for? How can you express that in a more clear and a more consistent way? Well, we'd love for you also to subscribe to our weekly updates at brianholmes.com. We send you out once a week a newsletter that has in it our blog post, our Monday Mastery videos, and of course uh, our podcast, the things that we're offering there. And we oftentimes also offer some quotes to you or some other resources that we believe would be beneficial to you becoming all God has called you to be. So go to brianholmes.com right now and subscribe to our updates there. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, we want you to share it with a friend. Uh, jump on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, Pinterest, wherever it is you hang out with others in your community and let them know about the Strategic Living Podcast. 
Also, you can go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast and receive it every single week, downloaded right to your smartphone. And we would love to have you be a part of our community on a regular basis. Well, I trust something we've shared today has been a blessing to you. Till next time, remember this, you are made in his image, designed for a purpose, and destined for greatness. God bless. We'll see you back here next week.